York City. You are listening to another edition of Queer State of Mind. Happy Pride. It is June. It is Pride season, and we are ready to kick off our Brooklyn Pride spectacular with a pre-show. We've got interviews with some of your entertainers for next week. We've got Jamie Farnham from Brooklyn Pride, and we've got Jimmy Ramsey from AIDS Healthcare Foundation to get the party started. So get your mimosas and get ready to go. It's time for Pride, y'all. Live on Radio Free Brooklyn, New York City's home for LGBTQ news and talk, powered by the Queer Minded Radio Network. Join the conversation live on Twitter at QSOMNYC and on Facebook at facebook.com slash queer state of mind. And send us your news tips, announcements, and events to queer state of mind NYC at gmail.com. Hello, hello, New York. Welcome to a brand new Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn. And happy Pride, everybody. Happy Pride. So we are here. It is 12.02 in our studio in Bushwick. Thanks so much for listening. We got a full house. Everybody's up in here today. And so we just going to get the party started. Uh, We got two hours here with you. So in this hour, we are joined by our wonderful colleagues from Brooklyn Pride, Jamie Farnham, and hello, hello, from hello. AIDS Healthcare Foundation, Jimmy Ramsey. Hi. Hello, hello. We got our regular host, Miss Sadu Carmo. She in the house. Hello. How are, you doing? how are you doing? And we also got Miss Duran Dalton. She up in here. How you doing? Hello. And I'm Oregon, <laughs> as you know. Welcome, y'all. So, ooh, it's been so. I love when we have a full table of people up in the show. It just brings so much energy. We didn't get our fireball shot. Yes. <laughs> what you mean, girl? When we have a full house, I have to stand. What you talking about? Uh, but it ain't about you. So it's all about, about me, 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 me. Forget uh-huh. about you, you, uh-uh. you. All right, Maya. Um, anyway, so yes, the big thing that happened this week. Lord have mercy, poor Miss Catherine. <sighs> so, oh, if you have been like under a rock or something, I don't know if you've been like ignoring the internet, which sometimes I do. You, know, mm. you got to ignore the Fair internet. Enough. Um, you missed a image that exploded with Kathy Griffin holding what appears to be a severed Donald Trump head. Um, Bloody. bloody. Effigy, you know, some people might say. And the blowback has been monumental, including her losing her contract with CNN, hosting the New Year's Festival or New Year's Day um, events, New Year's Eve events. Um, and a lot of vitriol on social media, you know, from people everywhere and a lot of support, too. I'm curious to know what your thoughts are first about the piece itself. Do you think that the fallout is warranted? Um, I'm surprised that it's been as bad as it has. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, it seems like it's uh, from from both sides. It's been it's been equally as bad. Um, it's very interesting. What about you, Jamie? Yeah, I think that um, there has been there have been similar incidents on the other side of the spectrum that haven't gotten nearly as much response. Yes. Um, between Ted Nugent and all the the effigies of the burning mm-hmm. lynched man in front of churches, yeah. that uh, that no one on the right seemed to speak out against in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Whereas in this case, people on both sides are attacking, and I think it's a little hypocritical. I think, first of all, I, I thought it was wrong. I'll be honest with you. I just thought, you know, I don't like the man. Lordners don't like the man at all. 
Um, but he is unfortunately the president of the country. But I think that the way they are attacking her is a little much like you said, I think A is because she's a woman too. Oh, a hundred percent. So that's that's a big thing. Uh B, unfortunately for her, she did not do it in comedy. No. So that that's one thing that didn't work for her. If it was done in comedy, if she was like holding all the heads of all the whole cabinet and like standing in the middle, I'd be like, Oh, I see what she's doing here. But it wasn't done in comedy. Do you do you think that as she apparently feels that her career is over because of this? No. I mean, there's no such thing as bad publicity. She's getting a ton of publicity. This is how she's, she's made her, right. her, her is, comedy. Is was, doing stunts that I remember Kathy Griffin right. before, yeah. like, she started to do the D-list thing. Mm -hmm. And now she's to do the D-list. This is great for her because she gets to do a show a few months from now and be like, ooh, I got myself in a little trouble. Yep. And she can tell the whole story about the conference and all that. So this works in her favor. Mm -hmm. But I think the blowback has been um, warranted to a point. Yeah, I mean, I think calling out something that's inappropriate or crossing Absolutely. a line is one thing, Absolutely. and I, I agree with Absolutely. you. I think it was, but but at the same time, I the like the response mm, has not been. I said it's not been. To, I said this man invited Ted Nugent to the the White House, mm -hmm. who was doing all the stuff. Well, so. and, and and also, what do you think about CNN cutting her contract? Because CNN, it's really all it's known that CNN and Trump uh, have clashed heads hardcore. So for them to get rid of Kathy because yeah. she did such a thing to Trump. It makes me feel like CNN kind of wanted to get rid of her anyway. Uh, yes and no. I think that they said, we're going to get rid of you this year. Mm. I think that it will work, though, because she'll come back next year. Watch my word. Next year, mm. they're going to have her back. That'll, that'll be the... That'll, yeah, because Kathy Griffin's the returning. Tour. The redemption tour. After her big apology. Yeah, this whole yeah, thing's getting played yeah. out. So in you know? 2019. It'll be, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see. But you're right about CNN, like... Um, but at the same time, because this works for CNN in favor, because then Trump can't go, oh, see. Look, you do everything. They for say, look, them. we did. Yeah. So they're all playing the game, unfortunately. Well, why do you think they're changing? Why, why, why do you think they would change their tune all of a sudden now? I mean, they, they've, they've, they almost, CNN doesn't necessarily need to let go of Kathy Griffin to show Trump that, hey, we're not totally, yeah. you know, yeah. against you. They, they displayed yeah. quite bluntly that they're totally against uh Donald Trump already, so yeah. I think they. She's been doing this New Year's show for a while, and they oh, wanted a fresh be. face, and they yeah. found a really yeah. they good found a good out. Say, that could be a good. There you go, well, and they're going to bring someone new and more fresh. And here's the forward. thing that that kind of surprises me about it is that it would be one thing if Kathy Griffin were a news personality with yeah. CNN. Yeah. If she were an anchor or a reporter with CNN, um, then I could understand because you are held to a high standard mm -hmm. with yeah. regard to the things that you do in the public eye, whether you're on the air or not. She, I mean, they hire her to be a, a, a personality, a, you know, a yeah. kind of off the cuff, crazy personality. I mean, they're trashed when you watch them on. Oh, you yeah. Know, like, so I don't <laughs> yeah. to me, it seems like the reaction to it seems really, really. And I don't want to say unjustified. Um, because when you're a brand like CNN is a brand, you have to make decisions to protect your brand. Um, but I am going to say it seems like a, a little bit um, disproportionate. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and considering, you know, they hire people like Corey Lewandowski, who allegedly assaulted journalists. Uh, and, oh, really? So it's, it's like, where's the line? And is it equally uh, applied, you know, to men and women? It doesn't no. seem like it. Um, it seems like that, you know, if you're a woman, you know, you're, uh, as always is the case, you know, you're you're muffled. I think that and 
this is not taking anything away from her being a woman and doing that, but I think that she also is not likable sometimes in that sense. Mm, yeah. As a personality. Yeah, I mean, and that's her, but that's also her brand, is yeah, to that's be her super brand. brash. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right? And You're right. That's sometimes also her that brand. it goes well and sometimes uh, it doesn't. But I think yeah. that, it, like you said, I think that if they just, if they hit her, quote unquote, as hard as it hit anyone else who's done this thing, we won't be sitting here going, oh, is this or that? But I think, like, it's really comes to, yeah, there's a, the, the misogynistic aspect of it is really, really high. Mm-hmm. Just because of the, how big the backlash was. And, and I say that for both men and women treating her the way they do. Yes. Do you think that this yeah. indicates that she has, that she has a more uh, Trump supporting fan base than an anti, uh, th- yeah, than an anti Trump fan base? I mean, where are all these criticisms exactly coming from? It seems like it's coming from all sides, but during the election and and even till now, I mean, I'm surprised that no one else has done something like this. I, I'm I'm just surprised. I I'm, I'm curious to know where a huge amount of the backlash is exactly coming from because I know that a, there would be a, a ton of people who would look at what she did and support it. Oh yeah, say, yeah. Mm-hmm. People I do. Mean, people have have pretty much said, "I this wish is you art did. and this yeah, is, or, yeah, or, mm-hmm. or 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 really hateful, you know, things against uh, the president, right. you know." So to see a, a, a pretend severed head, d- wouldn't doesn't seem like it would really offend that many people who were against him anyway. So where right. exactly is all this coming from? That's that's a good question. I don't know. I'm one of those people. I don't. Okay, I have to say, for me, I cannot accept that this is an art situation for that. Because if I have to accept that, that means I've got to accept some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Could be the other way. I don't yeah. think that's why she did it. I think I she think did she it did. for the press. I mean, I, I don't press. see it as an truly artistic but I don't think thing she, for her. Believe it or not, I don't think she thought she was this famous. It, yeah. it sounds weird, well, but I, I don't that. think she, she thought she was this famous. I think she thought this was people just going to gloss mm-hmm. over that. Because yeah. all the celebrities have done things like, you know, oh, sure. Snoop Dogg and all these people, and people just kind of gloss over it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and other other women comedians and other people have said things about him. People just gloss over it. Well, yeah. But I don't think she thinks she was this famous and yeah. it was just like But I mean, she's she's gonna be fine. I mean, this works out in her favor. I mean, she's right now is getting coin to come yeah. and talk about this. I wanna go back to the piece that it's you know, yeah. that about it being art, you know, and uh, we can go all day, art is subjective, Oof. that whole thing, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. It wasn't a real severed head, right? Right. It no. was <laughs> like an effigy. Yeah. So inherently, it 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 is kind of a mockery. Like, absolutely. I, I guess was it was it trying to be a realistic depiction? Like, this is what's going to happen to you. I don't see that. Yeah. Um. What, you know, what, but was it completely like, oh, in jest? No. The tone of her face, the tone of the picture. She's mad as hell. Mm-hmm. Right. And why can't we be mad as hell? And if she would have got props for it, there wouldn't be an apology. There would be, mm-hmm. oh yeah, thank you so much. Right. Yeah, and she would, she would. I doubt that she would yeah. be saying, "I only, I'm only meant it as a mockery." You yeah. know, a hundred and ten percent. You know, and, and and also from the from the art standpoint, that's a really slippery. Yeah, slope. because slippery slope. what, what did, if yeah. what if someone what if someone did that to O.J. Simpson's head? Because, you know, uh, according to, to public mm-hmm. uh, opinion, he did do this, even though he got away with murder or mm-hmm. whatever. So according to the public opinion, if they did that, that could be twisted into yeah. race. Right. Into all yeah. Right. Yeah. This is well, where but I'm people at. did do that to President Obama. I know. Many yeah. times there were many effigies. There were many mm-hmm. nooses. There were many, you know, 
what that I'm trying happened, to say is and I, that's happened to many, yeah. you know, people of color in the public eye. I can't give her just without giving them just. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all it is. It's like I can't. So it's one of those things where it's like I can't be like, oh yeah, I get it. You know, it's very you no, know, you're just saying this, and then look at the other person and go, oh. Well, mm. and I I get yeah. it from the fact that just like you know, I expected and I wish that people respected the office of the presidency yes. while a black man had it. Mm-hmm. I give that office the due respect that it deserves because he is the president. You right. know, so I understand the vitriol. It is, as Jamie said earlier, a little bit hypocritical because nobody was saying shit for eight years. A lot of it. But I get it. I get it. Now it's your dude and you butt hurt because your crew getting mad. I get it. I get it. But it should show you something. But also, Donald Trump brings out this thing in the people in general uh, from both sides. Nasty. Nasty, <laughs> and not in a good way. Not no, in, no, not, not in a good, not the good, but not the good nasty, or bad nasty. Not in a sucking dick in the alley type no, of nasty. No, 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 no. You know, yeah, that's a, that's the kind of nasty we fucks with. Not yeah. that kind of nasty. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that no more. No, no more a, asterisk. This week, alter ego. Oh, definitely not this week. <laughs> and this week, you know, I told. I had given up all activities for Ramadan, but we'll get back into that later. Oh, we will. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I wasn't doing anything anyway. So, but I think that he brings out this anger in people. Like, people did not like George W. Bush, but they did not like George W. Bush. They yeah. didn't hate him per se. Yeah. They're still like, he's the president, but he's a fucking idiot. People right. have this. Ugh. I mean, because this man is just like he's mm-hmm. this. Re- George it's like a w. level Bush, of disgust. George W. Bush was, I'll say, for lack of a better term, stupid and like silly. But it's he like was not disrespectful yeah. to his constituents. Yeah, yeah, and he knew. But Donald Trump is uh, oh, oh, directly, he played the directly. game. Right, but he played the Donald game. Donald Trump is directly dis- he's disrespectful to people of color, disrespectful to women. I mean, he just really disrespectful. Gives no fuck. And anyone, and it's just like, why are we okay with someone who is just really disrespectful, who is driven by ego mm-hmm. and ego only? Girl, your own wife don't like you. Slapping your hand away. By the way, free touch. Melania. Hashtag. No. <laughs> you know I love Melania. I don't feel sorry. She's getting paid. She's getting paid. She's doing okay. She got into more than what she bargained for. Yeah, also true. This is true, and we all—we all know the girls. We all been there when you just. I mean, think about it. You are a nice poor girl from. Was she from Slovenia? Well, she went to school. She does have a degree, I believe. When I Wikipedia'd her, she. I think there was a there was some discrepancy with the degree. Yeah, they said that she they didn't like she never finished. Yeah, I don't think it, yeah, mm. yeah, there was definitely a lot. Because there was during the campaign, they had to like remove it I from think her that, website. I mm-hmm, see. Mm-hmm. This is my, my, I could be completely lying, but this is my perception of Melania. I think, number one, I think she was a very, very smart woman who's from a country that women have to act and do a certain way to get ahead. Yeah. I think she's smart. I think if Melania would have grew up in America or somewhere where she had the opportunity to just do her own, be her, be her yeah. she wouldn't be in this situation. Because I look at her, I said, this woman is beautiful. I, I can tell she's beautiful. She's, Something about her doesn't ring trophy wife to me only. It mm. means like she had to become a trophy wife in order because that's what she knew she had to do to get well, here. Well, also, you a know? little bit of the, the background is that there was a little bit of controversy regarding the income she made while in America as a model. Mm-hmm. So she had come to America as a model. She obviously has a model-less yeah, body. And she so was on a non-working yeah. stay. Yeah. 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 
And so, you know, may, may, you know I, I don't know the woman and I don't know a, a, anything really about her background, but maybe she is used to, you know, being a certain way with, with men in power, you know. Right. You know, so she, she I can feel. into or out of like situations. I, but, no, yeah. I, I mean, I have uh, a few friends from Bad Side of the World who are brilliant people and brilliant women, but it's something that is just kind of ingrained in the culture. That you, no matter you can have like four degrees, but you have to find this man that is more powerful than you to marry to make it. It's there a cultural thing. So, like, like that if you're a female comedian and yeah. you make a joke about the president versus being a male uh, country star and make mm -hmm. a joke about killing the president, the reaction is very different. So, yeah. maybe somebody coming up in that mm -hmm. type yeah, of yeah, yeah, society yeah. It's, it's, learns they have to act differently to yeah. get where they need to be. Yeah. It's just like it's, any it's other minority. Right. Absolutely. Any other, um, it's that. Marginalized it's unfortunate. It is. It's unfortunate, you know, but that's the way it is. And, but it's you know, a survival thing, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Can, can I fault a bitch for surviving? I know all about that, you know. Mm -hmm. She's doing pretty well, it seems, at least on the outside. <laughs> God knows what's happening behind closed doors, though. Oh, to be a Could fly you imagine? on the wall. Could you imagine? Oh. She drinks well, a lot of dark well, liquor, honey. Well, she's she's dark liquor. I'm she's thinking pills. I'm thinking we're beyond dark liquor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. I'm thinking there's a lot of prescriptions it, happening. It's a miracle that, that she's vertical. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, the no. eyes don't now, turn all the way. We are not, we are not a... a I have not come this far to fuck this. So you're not going to see me sweat. <laughs> Melania will pass us. She will go in the bathroom and cry, but she'll come out like, bitch, mm -hmm, whatever. In, in, uh -huh. in a beautiful gown. In a be great gown. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> gown. <laughs> I just got that reference. That was point. Yeah. That's a good reference there. Well, speaking of beautiful gowns, yes. it's time to talk about pride. Oh, hi. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. So you know, every every year, and I've been God, I've been doing LGBT radio shows for too damn long. No, not too damn long. No such um, thing. No such thing. No, long. Right, right. 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 And we always kick off Pride Month with just a discussion about the nostalgia of Pride and just some of our memories of Pride's past because. It's just so much fun to talk about all that ratchetness, to be quite honest. Like, I don't know, <laughs> personally. Like, I've been going to Pride festivals now since... Hold on, let me count it out. Let me count. One, You're not two, the oldest three. bitch in here, honey. So just carry say it. the one. I'll be so young, honey. No, it's you been know. it's been about twenty years. Really? Yeah, it's wow. been about twenty yeah. years. Because you know we used to sneak down to the Pride Festival. We didn't do anything, honey. I mean, I'm <laughs> talking about we, as in my group of friends oh, that I back okay. in the day like, in Columbus. Don't put my yeah. shit out there like that. When I was so like, like a teenager back then. <laughs> yeah, fourteen. Yeah, we used to sneak out and we would go down and and like. He's only like thirty, like thirty-three. I'm thirty-four. Thirty-four. I know you were thirty-four, but I was just like. I appreciate you making people think I'm less old. That's that's a change. Usually you be trying to throw a bitch under the old bus. See, that's not you who I be trying to throw under the old bus. Oh, see, I see how it is. But it was, you know, I remember the first time, like, I just saw all the flags and all the people and all the, like, celebration for something that, like, you'd always been told was bad and you'd always been told was wrong. You'd been told that, like, wasn't something to celebrate. And it was just, it clicked something. Like to realize that, oh, wait, no, shit. Like, you're supposed to be proud to be, you know, whatever that is that you mm -hmm. are. And it's something to celebrate. Uh, what were your thoughts, your first pride, thinking back to the first time that you went to a, a pride festival? Can I be honest with you? Mm -hmm. I don't think I remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am not trying to be funny. No, that's Oh, no, talk. I remember. I remember. Okay. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was in Columbus, Ohio, and this was like and the thing about Columbus, Ohio, it's a very progressive city for uh, gays and lesbians. Columbus, Ohio, actually probably has uh, an even amount of gay and lesbian bars. Like, oh, that's a no, no. There's, 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 there are like at least fifteen lesbian well, bars. Really? Well, yeah. no, they're, but they're slowly shutting down. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, that's yeah, no, that's, that's because like it's Blazers yeah. shut down. But, it's, but and, all the gay bars, yeah, all them shut down. But it was and then the gay bars very, are becoming straight. But that's a whole different. But thing. Yeah, coming yeah. up at that time, as you know, it was very. I was like 95, 96, 97, 98. Everyone was much together. Everyone was together. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't this separation of trans, of gay, or lesbian. Yeah. Was, we were all in the same It really was LGBTQ, like in one. So I remember going to Pride, you know. I got in the bus, you know, in my little outfit, in my flip-flop stuff. I was eating there, my little fubu. <laughs> this was the 90s, girl. This was girl. Hot. girl. <laughs> Shut up. I and can't. I, w- I went there. And yeah. <laughs> it was in uh, Goodell Park. Not Goodell Park. It was a big park downtown. Yeah, it's Goodell Park. No, no, well, downtown. oh, it's Bicentennial, Bicentennial Park. Bicentennial Park. Bicentennial Park, yeah. And they played everything. Mm-hmm. And then the, the the headliner that year, I'm about, you know, just for the kids, was Taylor Dane. Ooh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I remember doing that and then going out to the night dance. You know, you pay your little money, your little $20. You danced all night. It was a good time. And I mean, don't do drugs, but I think it was the first time I did ecstasy. So I had a real great time. I had a really, really good time. So that was my first Pride, and I went to other Prides after that. And then one year, I actually worked at Pride as a DJ for like 10 hours. Oh, my mm. God. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a day at Pride. It was a long <laughs> day. And Mother had been doing a lot the night before. And continue Again, don't do drugs. Mother. You're right. No, not drama. <laughs> Again, don't do drugs. She was doing a lot. <laughs> Even though it is good, but I'm doing it. <laughs> That's that good artificial energy. Dun, 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 dun. dun. pep. in your step. Get you moving. Get you going. Get, you Get going. the party started. Yourself, my husband right here is going to speak now. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, my, my first part was actually working with AIDS Healthcare Foundation oh, in San wow. Diego. So I'd come from Texas, and then when I got to San Diego and started working in HIV, um, I would work the booth. And mm-hmm. so I got to see from pretty much a spectator's point of view of, of the type of uh, people who were at Pride and, and, uh, and the, the different events that were there. So I had a great time. I, I love the diversity. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing that really uh, stood out to me uh, was that the different people who would pass by the, the booth and the different people would come up to, to the booth and I would educate them on what AIDS Healthcare Foundation actually stood for. And it was just, it was awesome. It, yeah. was, uh, it was awesome. The, the people who came up, but also the diversity of individuals who were interested in helping people who are HIV positive around the world and appreciated what we did. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I've never been to San Diego Pride, but it's beautiful in San Diego. Uh, It looks like y'all be there. It's it's a lot of people that actually go to it. A lot of people, uh, I I believe 300,000. Oh, wow. Oh, it's good. That's pretty good Mm -hmm. size. So you're going to be marching in the New York City Parade, aren't you? Yeah. The, the well, I'm, I'm I'm not 100 percent sure yet. I know I'm going to attend Brooklyn Pride and yeah. Manhattan Yay! Pride. So, yes. uh, at very least, and my Pride party, which you come to. Oh yeah, the Pride party. We can't talk. We don't want people. We don't want it to get crashed. You know, you don't want to put that <laughs> out. Gonna crash, but they don't know where I work. Well, <laughs> see, no, bro, it's easy to connect Be the dots, careful. honey. Yeah, it is easy to connect the dots. Those honey, people who like live on the internet. They can come. Don't I know. know what shiesty, that's shiesty. Shiesty bitches look like. Well, you know, if they bring liquor, they can come. Yeah, come right, right. Yeah, as long as you bring liquor. Yeah, that's always key. What about you, Chase? My fr- I was in high school, I think, my first Pride, and wow. I had no idea about my sexuality at that point. 
and I was with my parents. We had come into the city for something, mm-hmm. um, and we were having lunch, and we happened to wind up on the route of the march. Excuse me, that champagne's getting me going. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, my parents were just talking so positively about everyone they had seen. Oh yes, um, that was Jesus. <laughs> clear out my throat there. Um, so positively about everyone that they were seeing, and I, I think I had always kind of known that my parents were cool and open-minded and accepting. Um, but I'd never thought about it from that perspective because I didn't know that was in my future yeah. at that point. Um, but it just sort of solidified that I had a cool family and yeah. I was lucky and I always kind of felt drawn to the gay boys. And that was sort of, I thought, where I was going to wind up in my life and then boys. I wound up in a different direction. And mm-hmm. um, But yeah, but it was it was an eye-opening experience. And then, of course, subsequent prides were the places I finally found women who looked like me mm-hmm. being, you know, I, when I was coming up, I'll show my age, the only lesbian I ever saw on TV was Leah Delaria in her stand-up yeah. at like oh, girl. one o'clock in the morning on HBO. I love her. Lesbian. And I loved her, but I'm like, well, that, I'm, that's a lesbian. I'm not a lesbian. That, mm-hmm. That's not me. That's not, you know, whatever. Um, and so Prides became the, the kind of places I could first see people who looked like me. When right. you say that, what was her look? I'm not familiar with her. What oh, she's her a she's, she she's, walked down the stage and said, I'm a big dyke. Okay. Like she's a big, and she's she owns it and lovely. She's the new block, mm-hmm. the new black, know, like big this. boo. Yeah. No, I actually oh, never seen. seen no, oh. I never have. And, and, I'm, and part of me is asking because of the listeners. Any listeners who don't know exactly uh, what she looks like, fair point. You yeah. can compare. I think it could be a potentially educational moment. Yeah, yeah. she's so kind that of, was that. Like, and very, then like, we had uh, like coming up. We had Dyke, Bo Dyke, yeah. Diesel Dyke. Yeah. What's a Diesel Dyke? Diesel Dyke that sounds extreme. Just, <laughs> well, Diesel Dyke <laughs> is like the leader of the pack. Uh. Yeah. Very strong. Very woman. strong. It's like woman. the alpha, she's, alpha male. The alpha. The alpha. Yes, yeah. Alpha. Yeah. She's a. She's very much a, a female, but she's a very strong mm-hmm. female in the sense that even her presence. Yeah. It's like you know mm. she's bigger. Yeah. And she's stronger. You know these. It was that's what I grew up like with. Like Blanche on uh, Golden Girls. Well, no, no, this is <laughs> like <laughs> slightly less femme than Blanche on the Golden Girls. But maybe kind of like B. Arthur in real life. Maybe if you think back to B. Arthur, like in her outside life, that was more like how B. Arthur might be today. How much she might be today? It was more like how there was an extreme. Feminism, but there was a hardcore, quote unquote, masculine appeal to a diesel, diesel dyke. Mm-hmm. But it was a woman who was masculine and a woman acting like a man. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, very this, strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Co- you know, Innately. in that sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah so, absolutely. and that's what I grew up with too. That's that's how I knew because all yeah. the girls were on a rush. That's a lesbian. Yeah, like like, that, and that was mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. So I understand why you can be like, oh, I'm not a lesbian because I I'm don't like, look like I that. I didn't feel reflected mm-hmm. in yeah. what I was seeing at all, and I was like, well, I guess that's not it. So I'll keep trying until I figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, that idea. There's <laughs> many different but types I, of you. I certainly enjoyed the journey. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> the journey's the best if part. If I didn't do that, it's I wouldn't best be the part. fabulous individual I am today. See, so there exactly. you go. It's about growth. Well, and I think that point about seeing yourself is really important when oh, you're yeah. younger. Like, for oh, me, gosh, it yeah. was really important to see people out. And for, you know, I'm sure many of us, it's just having that recognition of like a place, like a, a, a not necessarily, you know, a role model, but a possibility model, just seeing yeah. that people like you exist and there can be, you know, just as out and open and everything as you want to be and still live the lives that they want to live. And it's, it's a really rewarding kind of thing to experience. I love it. I love it. And it's think about now, you know, in the age that we're in, it's 20, 17 and we're still fighting some battles and we're still kind of on that road to 
equality and and freedom for everyone and you know these pride festivals are getting even bigger and even larger and you know more people are coming out and so it's it's interesting i i love it the only thing that bothers me sometime and this is me being an old fart with the newer generation situation oh, these kids no no it's not anything bad it's the fact that i feel like kids uh, are staring away from the diesel dyke slash faggots like they don't want to be a diesel dyke or a faggot. I don't. They don't want to be. What yeah, they because I feel like that's, that's what that's who fought and that's how people had to be that extreme that's right. to yeah. to be seen. Because they couldn't. Pass. Sometimes we did not want to necessarily be as flamboyant as we were, but we had to do it because just to make sure that they knew we were here. So well, and see, sometimes see, that was the steer, place yeah, you were put. People you steer know? away from that. Uh, bothers me. Well, you feel like they're steering away from yeah. it on purpose. Some, some. I think. Well, and you some. think over time, like no. those non-stereotypical identities of of what is gay and what is lesbian, yeah. they weren't really. You weren't really able to be like, you know, the like bromosexual, for instance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't a thing that could exist. Like yeah. when we were it, going it to school, like you were past, a straight dude on the side getting yeah. some. Right, you know? it, it, exactly. It seems like in the past it was more polarized. You have mm-hmm. this, or this, that, or this or this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I You're think right. a lot of the people who were quote unquote diesel dykes or flamboyant, uh, you know, gay men, um, they were the ones who were very much like, I'm not going to conform. I'm going to be who I am. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm down to fight if you want to go there. A lot of p- other people, like you said, were quote unquote straight with a dude on the side, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. I, I think today the, the the spectrum is simply broadening. People can can allow themselves to be whatever they want to, and I, yeah. I, I do think that it's still in the very infant stages of mm-hmm. it as well. A lot of people, um, I think, a lot of what's going on is temporary. I think a lot of people are figuring out as far as sexuality yeah. and what's accepted in, within society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think eventually the, the the dust will settle a little bit, and people yeah. have um, be comfortable wherever they are right. on the right. spectrum without it having to be a big uh to do, you know, to do. exactly well and i think I, you know yeah. not to be too like homosexual about it or anything right. but like we really are progressing to a point where having to like stick your flag in the sand on where you align sexually and and as far as gender yeah, is becoming it, a bit past that it, it, it's very funny because we talked about this before and i remember i was at something um actually it was the first time i saw Gina. it was an impulse group discussion i was stalked i should say not so uh, <laughs> um, I felt like a gazelle. Uh, <laughs> honey, I was circling. You don't even know. Circling mm, house. She Damn. was like a hawk, a buzzard. What um, is it? Which one but of my thing was, is this, is this thing that, that we're talking about the concept of a masculine feminine, all of that. Mm-hmm. I remember coming up, it's just something, just gay. Yes. So, like, someone said, what type of guy? People, someone asked me, what type of guy do you like? I said, gay. So to me, like the clinical masculine guy was the one who wore the muscle shirt, but he still was at shelter tonight. So this concept, I just had this concept and it's changed now. I've learned mm-hmm. a lot. But this concept of just gay, you know, so like, you know, if I meet someone like, oh, you're masculine, you're feminine. I said, I'm just gay. I don't know how <laughs> else to explain it to you. It's just right. like, it's just like, well, it's I, like don't I don't know. know. Yeah. There's there there this I'm like there this I'm the, like hey girl you know it just it depends on what I, I feel like doing I've that. I discovered day. one of the best things to do when it comes to meeting other people or dating or or even just hook up sex is to really throw out the masculine feminine 
thing yeah. you can out of your own head, but definitely out of the conversation. Right. Yeah. Because once you bring that up, if it's you bringing it up, that other person becomes insecure about themselves. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they, because they don't see themselves. Well, you're trying they, to check off boxes that maybe you wouldn't be checking you off wouldn't otherwise. Care. Yeah. You would simply look at them and say, yeah, I'm vibing with them. I like them. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not. But when you put that label out there, yeah. you screw up everything. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what I mean. Like when I say like going, being shunned, what that was like, I feel like, younger generation mostly look at that as not something good. Mm. It's like, I think it's great. Like, you know, that queen, honey, or that dyke over there, they're fucking amazing. You know, that's not something to steer away from. If you have a little bit of that in you, you know, nothing wrong with it. Put Mm -hmm. it in me. I don't think it's something to look down on. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's all I'm saying. No, one, I think it it transmits to how we perceive people's sexual behaviors, right? So tops versus bottoms. If you're more masculine you're you know more considered to align with being a top but i know a lot of very masculine i know a lot of blouses myself mm-hmm. and you know i'm not no yes and a lot of blouses a lot of blouses <laughs> a lot of a, bl- a, feminine, a, blouse top. a, a, a feminine top yeah ah. it's a blouse but we actually a lot of didn't we learn that yeah. we learned that last year at yeah it's a blouse really it's a feminine top and yeah. then that's a curveball yeah that's what's why you don't you know yeah. this whole mm. masculine feminine thing when you, this person could rock your world and be really unique and you mm. love it but when you throw up the masculine feminine thing that person then feels like you know uh they may feel insecure. You know? I know whenever somebody is like, you know, they present that question to me or like ask it or I see it in a profile, it's automatically like a, well, no. So yeah. like, I guess if you, you know, if I'm going to check whatever arbitrary ass criteria Trish. that are out there. No. Yeah. Trish, like, no, but then I have to go through and define what that is and be like, yeah. now, you know, I still might fuck you, but like, you but know, it's been you a might bunch be of work. sashay about it. Right. right. And I have right. lost like, interest. Your energy, my energy, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But do you think that's like the younger generation going, you know, more toward or away from the labels? And a lot more young people yeah, are coming out tree. as pansexual. Do you know what the, yeah. the whole tree concept is? It's the fact that we all started, we had our roots. And within the roots, we realized we had to come together to mm-hmm. form something solid. So from the roots, we all came together and formed something solid. It grew. Then we're like, and here we go. That's a beautiful and metaphor. And is right here. Because we, 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 after, we ended up where we started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone's here, roots together. And then branching out. That's a good analogy. That is so, it's so beautiful. Mm. I try. You know, I went to school. (laughs) (laughs) She did that. So, it's time to get to some music in just a moment. But I do want to make sure that we mention, since it is our Brooklyn Pride pre-show spectacular, Brooklyn Pride kicks off on Monday, June 5th, and goes all week. And it has, we culminate with the festival on Saturday, June 10th. We'll be broadcasting there live. So make sure to come listen and come check us out uh, there. There is a 5K race in Prospect Park. The festival and parade are going to be at Fifth Avenue and Park Slope. And there's going to be so many more events throughout the week. So check out www.brooklynpride.org to learn more. And we'll be talking about it more after the break with Jamie. So, yay, I'm so excited. This is our second year doing Brooklyn Pride. And we love it. We have a great, great time. Also, make sure to visit our website at radiofreebrooklyn.org. Click on the green pledge button. Throw us some coins. Help keep us on the air. We thank you so much for listening. So what we got coming up for music? Because it's Prime Month. I just wanted to pick some shit that, she you did. know, that, you know, back <laughs> in the Take the day, girls you know, back. Yeah. Take you in the back, you know, when I used to, you know, have a little liquor, a little um, um, uh, extra step, pep in my step. <laughs> 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 <You know. laughs> 
you know, you know. That's what my friend called it, honey. Christine Daae. Um, <laughs> not that. Oh, not, not, no. Not, not, not Christine, Christine, honey. Christine. Oh. But, yeah. I mean, but. The white lady, honey. Oh, exactly. oh. No, no. Okay. That was, that was Connie. We call her Connie. I don't know why I we call her Connie. I was going Christine Diet. Because what funny. it was, Christine dies from the Phantom of the Opera. So whenever, I'll say it out loud. Whenever my friend had cocaine, he literally would walk past me and go, Christine Diet has returned to you. <laughs> I was like, let's go get high. <laughs> so I DJ at a club for strippers and drag queens. I mean, come on now. It was yeah, a yeah. fabulous life. It's going to happen. Um, so just stuff that was big pride songs that I enjoyed. Because, you know, I loved going out to dance to go to house music. I mean, I don't go out anymore. Per se, I'm what? a happy. I'm a happy hour bandit girl between seven and ten. After that, nope, can't do it unless Jimmy's out. Then I'll go out. We do love a happy hour. I, I found do. that, like, I, I mean, the late nights. Like, occasionally, I can do a one or a two o'clock night. Occasionally, I did one last Very week. Rarely. I wasn't playing. I got wife speak out. Yeah, I got home at seven in the morning because I went out with friends mm. and I was done. I was truly done. Uh, and I have a sky window, which means that I can't cover it. So daylight was here. <laughs> and I'm a vampire. I can only sleep at night. I'm just like, oh, my God, uh-uh. what's happening right now? But, I yeah, can't. so um, I don't know what we're having at first. What's the first? Song? We got Aretha. Oh, Pride, All Deeper right. Love. Yes. And, and I got Express Yourself. Uh, you know, good old match. Yes, okay. yes. And we got Queen. I was surprised by this one. Hmm. Of course. It's Freddie Mercury. Yeah. You know, you have I want to break free. Freddie. I love cool. it. I love it. So, Enjoy. Yes, yes. Get your pride started. Keep on listening to us. We'll be here for another hour and a half right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thanks so much for listening to Queer State of Mind. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
Welcome back to Queer State of Mind yes. live on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes. yes. Ooh, yes. What is the gay horse eat? Amped hey. Up. Hey. <laughs> hey all day. Hey Ooh. all day. So Jesus yes, I want to break free too, damn it. <laughs> I'm still waiting. Uh, just so you know, this is going to be interesting cuz I think everyone's drunk right now. <laughs> no, I am well, not. I am. I am not. I'm I am. wholesome. Yes. 
Mm. Oh no, you're not, honey. Mm. Woo! Ooh, now when Jesus. I get done with you, out. Oh, no. Well, she's drunk. Turning into <laughs> a kind of show. All right. I just One. said I was drunk. <laughs> I was confirming. Oh, I just said it. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's take this last few minutes to talk about our upcoming Brooklyn Pride events. Yes. We got a whole week of stuff going on, and Oof, we have Jamie indeed. with us to give us the details. Girl, what's going on? Uh, it is all going on in Brooklyn. Uh, we start, so, well, really, we start tomorrow at Queen's Pride because yes. our friends in Queen's do wonderful things. Yes. Um, and their parade and festival is tomorrow, so we will be there. Um, so please come and see us in Queens because we're not too far in Bushwick. So maybe some of your folks are yeah, you can go happy to cross the border. Yes. They don't make you put your passport out anymore right to get there. to Queens. <laughs> that can tell she a name. You can, you can tell that that's an old joke. Yes. Yeah, I know. I, know. I love it. I Sorry. love it. I have an old soul. Yes. Um, but our events kick off on Monday. Uh, we've got a film screening, a documentary. Of, it's called Woman on Fire. It's the story of the first openly trans FDNY firefighter. Oh, mm. oh wow. Guinan, if you know her. Um, and we'll have a Q&A with her and the film's director after. It's a free screening at BAM. Um, mm. But you do need to get tickets. So they're on brown paper tickets. You can find that through our website. Uh, then Tuesday, we do a reception with the borough president where he honors a couple of local leaders in the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, so this year, he's featuring um, Michelle Eisenberg, who's a teacher out in East New York and started the first GSA out there. Um, and those kids don't have a whole lot of resources. So that's been super cool. Bridging Access to Care will be there. Um, and then there's a very nice reception. Again, that's also free, but you go to RSVP on the Borough President's website for that. Um, we've got an interfaith service on Wednesday. We've got a queer comedy show on Thursday. Girl. I, it does not end. Um, <laughs> Friday night, we have a sip and shop and open house at AHF's Out of the Closet Thrift Store on Atlantic yeah. Avenue, which is always a blast. They bring in entertainers and food and all sorts of good stuff. Yeah, so we'll be broadcasting live from that event. As yeah, wow. you'll be there on Friday night yeah. and Saturday. Yeah, and then Saturday's our big day. We've got the Giving 5K you in the double morning. the queerness. <laughs> Triple, actually. At least double. At least double. Maybe 2.5. And then five. some, yeah. Exactly. Amen. <laughs> um, but Saturday, we've got our 5K in Prospect Park, and then we do our festival during the day on Fifth Avenue with two stages of entertainment. Our festival's actually bigger this year. We used to go from 3rd Street to 9th Street. Now we're going from 1st Street to 9th Street. So come wow. out and see us there. I know we are getting Bigger, longer, and uncut. I had yeah. to say it. I'm sorry. But the nice thing about the <laughs> extension. <laughs> can't with you all. Uh, <laughs> Trying to be the professional. Man, I know. I'm um, so but the bad nice thing that. about the extension is it gives us a lot more seating in front of the stages. Yeah. So we'll have some more comfortable spaces for people to enjoy our entertainment, which I think is super cool. Yeah. And then we have the only night parade in the Northeast. So we kick off at 730. Uh, and we marched down Fifth Avenue with all sorts it of fun fabulousness. It is my goal. Oh, the night is listen, amazing. Listen, you all need to get it together this year. <laughs> no, no, because no. this is like the fifth year, right, that you haven't made it to the parade? No, no. I've oh. been to the parade. The problem is... Do you remember any of it? No, no last okay. year yeah. I left... <laughs> no, you're saying. That was his problem before. So last year... Okay. <laughs> Let me defend myself. Last year, Or was like, you have to be on site. So uh -huh. I got there. They didn't have my tent. I was hot. She saved me. <laughs> She's she made, good. She's she good. made sure I was taken care of. And I did the broadcast, and by 4 o'clock, I was rocked. And then it showed up with a bottle of Jack Daniels, like a gallon. Oh, we did that. Yeah. So Is that after the bottle of Maker's Mark that I saw? It was Maker's Mark. Okay. Yeah. So by like 
seven, I was done. <laughs> that bottle, like, like uh, that we bottle went, went but so I've been quick. We will be sure to have your tent very early this year. I always go to the parade, and then I go to Ginger's to get my life. Yeah, and you all, I think, will be near Ginger's during the festival. You're broadcasting from the festival this year, right? Yes. Hopefully we'll be right there. We'll be right there, either outside or inside. We're not sure yet, but we'll definitely be broadcasting live from the festival for the two hours uh, during our show. And we'll be hanging out all day. Um, with bike. Hopefully we'll make it to, I'm going to try to make it to the parade. I'm going to drink some water it's really, midday. It's so nice. I'm going to. It's I'll so take cool. a nap. So make sure to Disco listen now. here on Radio yeah. Free Brooklyn uh, for all of those. It's a great funnies. time. Honestly, yes, on Friday and Saturday. Of all the prides um, that I go to, I always have the best time at Brooklyn Pride. Some The parade at night is great. Yeah. And I go to all the bars, but like, End up at Ginger's, and I, yeah. you know, I take a shot of um, the black dykes in front in front of Ginger's, honey. They have jello <laughs> shots from their car. Mm-hmm. It's so like it's a whole experience. <laughs> it's just very throwback. Everything is like it is. <laughs> it's it's like no one has cell phones or anything. No. It's like what's happening <laughs> right now? So many good pride it's memories so good. from parking lots, and which sounds a lot more salacious better. than it actually is. It's not that. Jimmy, naughty. if you need us to move your your stuff away from Ginger's, you just let me know. <laughs> Thank you. Know. I've never been to Ginger's. Oh no, you're gonna get oh, it. Yeah, you gotta at least pop in. Yeah. But it'll be Amazing. it will be extra crazy next Saturday. You yeah. should also visit it on a different day. Okay. I'm just saying, not to avoid it. That's it. But there's another side. But just know time. that. Yeah. yeah. The hot <laughs> guy here, Ginger's, side. is not the hot guy. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Do you remember that diesel <laughs> diesel guy? Oh, oh, oh my Brought it back. Well, no, because I was actually, I was going to say earlier, we were having that discussion. I'm like, those are the girls that looking up like the boys that you might give a glance and be like, oh, wait, no, I can't have that. Which happened a couple of times in my life. But you could, though, and it's okay. Sometimes you could. I'll say it again. When you go to Brooklyn Pride, don't worry about the girls and about, you know, G and the girls, I mean the boys, the gay boys. <laughs> yeah, the girls. You, the girl. honey, you go to the lesbians, honey, and they turn that whole shit out. Yes. yes. Done. Done. Call it Dyke Slope yeah. for now. Like, I leave, I leave out of Brooklyn Pride every time, like, hmm, so I think I live in Brooklyn. <laughs> I don't know if I'm drunk or not. <laughs> They're like, take one more shot. You might be. Hey, I'm, fun is fun. It is I'm fun. Down. And it's so, going to be all kinds of fun. Yes. So, where can people find out more information about all the things that are happening at Brooklyn Pride? So our website is www.brooklynpride.org. It's all one word. Um, and I just want to add on this year also um, on Sunday evening, oh. we are doing a rally. Yes. The old stone house that's in the, that park in the middle of Fifth Avenue. They've got a big field behind it. Um, the National Equality March is happening on mm-hmm. June 11th. Um, during the daytime in D.C. And they just like the Women's March, they've got a lot of solidarity marches around mm-hmm. the country. Can't do anything during the day here in NYC because the Puerto Rican Day Parade takes up all of the NYPD resources. Oh, yeah. Um, right. But we have an evening rally, so it's 7.30 on Sunday night. So we've had plenty of time to rest after mm. the celebration on Saturday of how far we've come. Um, on Sunday, we're going to rally about all the work we still have to do for full equality. Yeah. Um, so we've got a lot of speakers lined up. You know, the politicians taking, you know, they give you the last minute confirmation. So mm-hmm. yeah, we yeah. can definitely announce Tish James and Scott Stringer, but yeah. we've got a couple other folks uh, on, the, on the... She's pretty yeah. fantastic. She's yeah. she's a super great supporter. Absolutely. Um, so if anybody has uh, has any input that they want to participate in that, please reach out to us. We're info at brooklynpride.org. Um, and so we hope that you'll celebrate with us and then and then rally to move forward with us. Yes. That's we our that's sort awesome. of our layout for so the week. So excited to partner with you again this year for Brooklyn Pride and bring some of the events to our radio listeners. 
we'll be as ruckus as we can, which is a lot. So <laughs> a we're lot, gonna try, a lot, we're a gonna, lot. We're yeah. going to try to capture the spirit of the event for the radio. And so we hope you... I'm of Christ. No. Oh, jeez. You, <laughs> you rebuke so Team Jesus, Team Soldiers for Christ. Team Soldiers for Christ. Team Soldiers for Christ. In the name of Jesus and Muhammad, honey. Oh, I can't. Praise African Mary, honey. Well, it is almost uh. the end of our first hour. Thanks so much, Jamie, for joining us to give us the scoop on Brooklyn Pride. You Thank can find you. all the information on brooklynpride.org. And Queer State of Mind is produced by the Queer Minded Radio Network, a queer people of color focused radio community. Thank you for listening. Find out more about Queer Minded Radio Network, including our other shows, news, and more on our website at www.radioqueerminded.com. 